Good morning. Oh man, what a wonderful day it is. I must tell you that today we're gonna to talk about a lot of great things. We're gonna discuss a lot of great um, concepts. But before that, I just wanna take the time to introduce myself. My name is Keon Corniff, also known as Mr. Finance. And I just wanna take the time to welcome you to another great money talk. Today, we're gonna to talk about the 50, 20, 30 budgeting formula that you can use to simply budget yourself. But I'm also gonna talk about uh, the 10, 20 formula what you could use to also put yourself in a position to know where you know how much you need in, in regards to insurance coverage or even for retirement. How much should you have saved up by the time you're ready to retire? And these two simple formulas will help you to exactly know where you are and know what you have, right? So one of the things I'm gonna start off with first is now, in order to plan for the future, right? We got to understand, well, how much do we need? And then we could put together a budgeting plan to make sure that we could win the money game. So one of the things that we're going to talk about is first is the 10-20 formula. Because if you don't know what to aim for, you don't know what to save for. And that is the most important part about this whole thing. So let's break it down real quickly because I want to go over this very quickly with you. And, I, and I'm going to show you how simple it is. So now, Let's, let's talk about this a little bit. What is the 1020 formula, right? What is the 1020 formula? Now, the 1020 formula is a simple thing that will help you to know what you need. It will let you know what you need in form of coverage, and it'll also help you to know what you need in form of amount of money that you need to retire comfortably, all right? So let's talk about a recent article in the Financial Analysis Journal suggests that Americans need to save more, not just a little more, guys, but vastly more. We got to save a lot more than we're saving right now because there's something called the future. And this future is going to be real bleak if we don't take this into very serious consideration. See, to be assured of having enough money for a comfortable retirement, right? One of the things that we advise you is that you need to have at least a total of 22 times your income by the time you retire, right? So if you make about, say, $50,000 a year, right? And, and, and your target retirement number should be at least $1.1 million, all right? So my question to many of you guys that's listening to this today, how on track are you to have at least a million dollars when you're ready for retirement? And if you are retired, did you retire with a million dollars inside of your retirement savings account, right? So you see, many people today, they're going to live long lives. And some to the age of 100, we've seen people that's living past 100 a lot more in these common times. And that's due to technology. That's due to pills, all of these great advancements when it comes to medical care. So the need may be much bigger than you normally thought. You probably thought that 100,000 in your time would have been $100,000 good in this time. But things have changed dramatically, right? So one of the things that we did that to simplify things, right? And this is how the formula came about. To simplify things, we told you then to, you know, you can round down that 22 to about 20 times. Make it even, right? Even Stevens, right? We're going to make it even to 20 times your annual income. So if you made, if you, if, if you made, say, if you wanted, um, or if you made 60000 a year, I'm talking about take-home money, not gross, take-home money. If you take home $60,000 a year and your time's up by 20, that means you would need at least $1.2 million saved up. 
right? So that way you can remain um, always getting back that $5,000 a month inside to your income, all right? But as for protecting your family, right? One of the things that we suggest, right? You need to have at least 10 times your annual income in order to meet your, your, your insurance need for your families. Now, let me break down what I mean by this. Let me give you an example. Let's say that you make $50,000 a year, right? Then your life insurance needs to be $500,000. So this amount of money would actually allow your, you know, the surviving spouse or the guardian to take care of your children for the next 10 years or more, giving him or her to make that transition of you passing. So just to simplify it all across the board, if you die too soon, you need to have 10 times your income in place in proper protection. But if you live too long, you need to have at least 20 times the income in place so that way you can retire comfortably. That's why we call it the 10-20 formula. So once you know, so remember I talked about the fact that we live in a life, we live in, the, in a world today where people don't plan to fail, it's just how they fail to plan. And that's the reason why we see a lot of people go through different struggles and face many different obstacles. It's because of this simple concept right here. They didn't understand what they need to aim for, to save for, to plan for. And because they failed to do this, this became a major burden to them. And many of their family suffer because of this, or better yet themselves suffer through their retirement. So one of the biggest things that I want to tell you guys that today, we're going to talk about how to make sure that we don't do that. So this is why you have to be in a position to continue winning the money game. Like I said, you need to have at least 10 times your income in insurance protection. So make sure that 10 times your income doesn't disappear if you die too soon. And then you need to have at least 20 times your income saved up. So by time, if you live too long, you, your income doesn't disappear throughout your retirement and you don't become a burden to your family. This is the reason why the 1020 formula, it gives you a task, a goal, something to aim for, something to achieve, something to move towards. And many of us don't treat this with our retirement plan because we may think that 100,000 saved up in our deferred comp plan is good enough. But what I'm here to tell you that if it ain't about 20 times, but here's another trick question to that, or better yet, another statement that will make your eyes open. Even if you did get the 1.1 million, or the 2.2 million or $2.4 million saved up and wherever you saved it. You got to think about how's it going to be taxed when you need it now. Is it going to be taxed now, taxed later, or taxed never, right? So these are things that we have to learn and understand so that way we could be in a position to continue winning the money game, right? So now let's talk about budgeting. Now that we learned how to plan, for the future, right? We learned how to plan for the future, but now we got to understand how to save for it. How do we get to it? So we're going to talk about how to create your budgeting plan. Now I want you to write this down, guys, because this is quite interesting and it's quite easy for you to, if you ever had a budgeting problem, right? You know, if you can even just press on the, the raise your hand option that you've seen here in the participant in the chat room, right? If you go to the participant room and you click on the chat and it says, hey, raise your hand, if you ever had a budgeting problem, or if you ever tried the, the spreadsheet, right? Hit a like if, if, if you had a budgeting problem. You gotta hit like right now. Like right now and say, you know what? Yeah, I had a budgeting problem. But just because you are listening to this, you're gonna solve that. You're gonna put something in place and you're gonna understand how to not 
have budgeting problems anymore, right? Because we all had them. So here's the thing. Take good notes. Take good notes. I mean, take really good notes because the day I discovered this, I never had a budgeting problem anymore. Let me show you how you put together your budgeting plan. You must understand that 50, 20, 30 formula. You must learn this. I promise you, you must learn this. And once you learn it, guys, I promise you that you will walk away a winner. You will walk away a winner, a strong, educated, confident. You will be like, whoo, I am unstoppable. Because once you hear how easy it is to break it down, let me break it down for you, right? Now, there's two things you need in order to put together your budgeting plan. Let me, let me make this very clear. You need to know, number one, what is your net pay? All right? So write this down. Number one, you must know what is your net pay. This is the money that you take home after taxes. Number two, you need to know what is the total monthly expenses or what is your total monthly bills. When you're paying your bills, what, what is the total amount? All right? So once you know what is your total bills on a monthly basis and you know what is your net pay, then these two things will make you unstoppable. Do you understand me? It'll make you unstoppable. Now, what it does, it gives you a little more clarity. Let me break it down to you now. So when you make out the way to, to, to start putting together your budgeting plan, right? How many of us ever play um, the four boxes, right? So I want you to draw four boxes, right? You draw one big box and put a cross in the middle of it, all right? And the way it operates and it works is that once you draw these four boxes, each box represents something. The box on the top left represents rules. The box on the top right represents bills. The, top, the bottom left box represents savings. And the bottom right box represents spending. All right? So each box represents something. Now, in order for you to be great at budgeting, you must know the rules. So the rule says 50% of your income goes towards your bills. 20% of your income goes towards saving. 30% of your income goes towards spending. And you also got to know the formula to find out how much money do, do I have to apply to each of these rules or these boxes. So the formula, in order for you to be really good and actually getting good at your budgeting, you're going to always take your net pay and times it by the percentage that represent each rules. So if it's towards the bills, net pay times 0.5% equals money. If it's just spending, net pay times 0 0.20 go towards savings. If it's towards your spending, net pay, toward, um, net pay times 0 0.30 equals the money for spending. So what it does, it helps you to find where all the money is. So that way you have a better idea of where to pull money from. So let's start with the bills box, right? This is the top right box, your bills box. So now remember the formula says you're gonna take net pay times it by 0 0.50 equals money. This is how you're gonna write it out first. And then you fill in the blanks, all right? It's just filling in the blanks. So you're gonna put your net pay underneath on the word net pay. And then this example is $3,000 in net pay and your total monthly bills is about 2,400. For this example, okay? So just for example purpose, the net pay is $3,000 and your monthly bills is 2,400. So now you fill in the blank. 
Our goal is to find the money to pay the bills, right? Because this is what you need for your livelihood. So now you're going to fill in the blank. 3,000, we're going to times that by 0 0.50, and that equals $1,500, the money. So now when you look at the $1,500, and you say, oh, man, I'm short. I'm short some money here. So now you don't have enough money to pay the bills. We know that. 95% of Americans today do not pay their bills with 50% uh, uh, of their income. 95% of Americans cannot pay their bills with 50% of their income. So that's no surprise by me. And I just want you to know that, that don't feel bad that you're not one of the 5%. Our goal is to get you there. But if you're not there yet, it's okay to feel that you're not that, there yet. But you will get there. You just got to understand how to budget. So now we figure out we had a problem. We're short some money. Okay? We're short money. So now let's look at here. We're going to go to the savings box. We're going to continue. We're going to run out the whole formula. So now on your bottom left, you're going to do the, net, the formula again. You're going to take your net pay times it by 0 0.20. That equals money for savings. Now let's fill in the blank. Net pay, 3,000 times that by 0 0.20. That equals 600. So now you have $600 in order to actually save. Okay, we have that money to save now. No problem. We found the money that we can save. But we also got to continue. We got to know what is the next box. So on the bottom right box, this is known as your spending box. So if you remember what the rule said, you're going to run the formula. You're going to take your net pay times that by 0 0.30. That equals money for spending. So now you're going to fill in the blank. 3,000 times that by 0 0.30. That equals 900. That's what you have for spending. So now we're looking at the box. And we know where all the money is now. We know we got 1,500 in the bills box, 600 in the spending box, 900 in the, in, the, in the spending box, right? We know where all the money is right now. Cool. We figured it out. So now what is our thing we got to find out? If I was to ask you guys, right, and, and, and for those that are listening to this, if I was to ask you, where should you take the money from to put towards the bills box, right? And, and I said, would you take it from your, your savings box, which is for your retirement, or should you take it from your spending box that you don't that you can literally come back on so one of the things that you got to realize that you've got to take it away from your spending box if you're spending 30 percent or more of your income that's the reason why you're short on the bills that's the reason why you're having that paycheck to paycheck thing happening to you and you're not in a position to save it because you're spending more than you make you're not living within your means you're not spending you're not living on a budget so now when you take away the spending, you eliminate your spending, and you apply that $900 to the $1,500, you realize that that's $2,400. Bucks. The bills are paid. You just find a way to pay the bills. Now, somebody will say, Kim, what if when I run the formula, what if I run the formula, Kian, and when I take from the spending, it's still not enough to pay the bills, and I take from the savings, and it's still not enough to pay the bills. What is my problem, Kian? I tell you this. You probably have one too many bills. You have one too many bills. You need to cut back some of these bills. Maybe you need to turn off that cable. Maybe you need to turn off some of these subscriptions. Maybe you can't have Netflix and chill right now. Maybe you just need to realize that you have too much bills and you need to find some other source of income and you need to increase some cash flow. So you need to increase cash flow and cut back on some debt and cut off some spending. 
That's the goal right now. So when people look at me and they say, oh, Keon, don't mean I got to get rid of my cable. What about power? I love power. I got to watch all my show. What's more important to you? Watching some show of people that saying that they're rich or your goal is to want to become rich or you want to become wealthy or you just want to settle and be poor and broke. Which one is it? Remember, I told you, poor is a mindset. So if you make a decision where you pass over opportunities repeatedly to learn and apply and make changes, then you're going to always remain broke. So this is the reason why you got to understand that budgeting plays such a major role in that. But let's say that you did do that and you're able to pay the bills and you still have some money to save in this example. Now that's $600. Someone say, well, Ken, am I going to save that whole $600? Well, come on now. Let's be a little bit smarter here. Everything is about understanding, right? So if you look at this, let me give you just a little more insight, right? Let, let, let's talk about it a little bit because, yes, it's more important to understand. Now, if you do put yourself in a position to where you can save something, you got to learn how to pay yourself first, right? You need to learn how to pay yourself first. So now, who, who, who's yourself? Well, you need to set aside 5 to 10% of your income to save for the future. If possible, save 15% or more. I want you to treat it like a bill that you must pay, and you pay that first because that's your family's financial bill. Doesn't it make sense to pay your family first before you pay other people's bills? Is your cable TV more important than your family's financial well-being, guys? So don't ask me how much should you save out of that. Don't ask me how much money should you put away. It's all about are you willing to save 15% or more towards your future, your retirement, your future goal, the lifestyle that you want. You see, a very smart, wise man once told me as a young boy when I first started in this campaign and came in this industry, he said to me, Keon, let me tell you something. People's going to judge you. They're going to criticize you. They're going to say all things about you. They're going to laugh at you while you're pursuing your dreams. But let me tell you, if, as, as long as you're willing to live a lifestyle that most people don't want to live right now and to acquire the lifestyle later that they can only dream about, so many of us right now, we only want to live for now and don't plan for the future. And when the future comes, you wish you would have planned. So this is the issue that we have today. And we're seeing it. It's becoming this new common thing. It's the new norm that we should actually live a regular or uh, live the lifestyle. Now, we, we have adapted this thing where Drake says, YOLO, you only live once. That's a lie. It's actually YODO. You only die once. <laughs> you understand me? So it's either you're going to, you know, YODO mindset, or you keep living your, low, your YOLO lifestyle. Let me know what happened if you live more than one time, and then you, and you, you survive, and you live older, and you, you don't have enough money in place. You let me know how YOLO, you know, how that Drake, and say, yo, Drake, you're a liar. You only die once. Now you don't only live once. You die once, right? So that's why you got to make small changes if you want big money, guys. You got to make small changes if you want big money. See, spending is a habit. Well, you know, so is saving. What if you could make small changes to your spending habits and just start saving, guys? $10 a day. If you want me to give you money, $10 a day. Can you save $10 a day? That's 300 bucks a month. And if you was able to do this, look at the return, right? If you start saving $10 a day, you want to know what that gives you? 
imagine many of us that's, uh, you know, if you, if you think about it 30 years ago, when you started saving, this is what your future could have looked like. 300 bucks a month, just getting 8% interest over a 30 year period, you would have $447,107 for your retirement today, 30 days today. But for those that are young, if you start saving $10 a day, $300 a month in 30 years, and if they get an average return of 8% on that money, guess what? You'd have almost a half a million dollars. What if you were saving $20 a day and you put away 600 bucks a month, 8% in 30 years, you'd have 894 plus thousand dollars. See, my question to you is, which one you want for your retirement? Or which one you wish you did? Because if you didn't listen to Drake when he said YOLO, and you realize that it is really YODO, then that's what your income could have looked like today. So I hope you get a better understanding that, guys, everything is about knowing what you're aiming for. What is it that you're aiming for? What is your goal? What are you reaching for? If you want $5,000 coming into you on a monthly basis when you retire, guys, all you know is that that's 60000 a year. So once you know that's 60000 a year, and you know that the average person is going to live for at least 20 years, right, after retirement, did you know the average person, if you retire 65, the average person lived to about 85, okay? So if you know those, the numbers, you know the end, you know what you want later, and you know where you are now, this is what will help you to find what is known as your FIN number, your final income number. So if I want $5,000 a month coming into me if I was 65 years old, and if, if that's $5,000 a month, 12 months in a year, $60,000 a year, that'll be coming to me. If I know I'm going to retire at 65, I know the average life expectance is 85, so I'm going to need $60,000 coming into me for the next 20 years. That means I need at least $1.2 million. Now, what if I want to retire at Kian? I want to retire 20 more years earlier than that, Kian. I want to retire at 45. Cool. You want 5,000 coming into you at 45? All right, let's do that again. So now that is 5,000 a month, 60,000 a year times 40. That's $2.4 million you need to have saved up by 45. How on track are you to have that? Am I helping somebody today? Oh, man, I hope I gave you some nuggets. So this is to give you an idea what to aim for. Many of us are living lifestyle and living in a lifestyle where we don't have a goal. And that's why we fail many times. We fail many times because we didn't have a goal. We didn't have a retirement goal. We didn't have a dollar sign. We didn't know what to aim for. All right? So... That's pretty much what it comes down to when it comes to the 1020 formula and understanding how to win the money game, guys. Winning the money game is not hard. Winning the money game is not hard. It is quite easy, but we got to make a personal decision that we want to win. So with that said, I appreciate you as always to always tuning in, right? If you have any questions or comments, you can always reach out. But what I'm going to do is open up the session for a little bit. But thanks again, once again, for always listening. My name is Keon Corniff, also known as Mr. Finance. I always appreciate you for always listening to the Money Talk and come on in. But always remember, even with all this information, you are one decision away from changing your future for the better. 
So you just got to remember that the choice is always yours. Make the right one. Thank you for listening. So at this moment, guys, I just want